It was apple season, the best time of the year. Eleven-year-old Hester Pierce held her basket tight, much-mended boots sodden with dew as she trudged towards the old manor house overlooking St Ives Bay. There you are, you see. Her mother paused to catch her breath as they reached the high walls of Aphelon's walled garden, from where branches of apple trees spilt over, laden with fruit. It's a good crop this year. We'll be able to make a good lot of my chutneys to sell in St Ives, and plenty left over for apple cakes too. This'll keep us busy for weeks. Yes, Mum. Hester felt warm inside at the relief on her mother's face. Apple season, with its richness and its scents and its endless bounty, was also the harbinger of the cold and hungry months. Those were the seemingly endless days when wild weather left Dad with few passengers to row from one side of Hale Estuary to the other, and the vegetables from Mum's carefully tended garden were soon depleted. For as long as Hester could remember, her mother's preserves had been in high demand in the hotels and restaurants in both Hale and St Ives, easing the anxious look on Mum's face each week when Mr Bolsover arrived to collect the rent. Mum was a genius with small, sharp crab apples, as she was with blackberries and rose hips, and the other riches to be had for free from the hedgerow. But crab apples were fiddly, needing endless straining before she achieved the required clarity of soft golden jelly. The apples escaping from the grounds of the big house, on the other hand, were plump and sweet, with exotic names like Cornish Gillyflower and Cornish Aromatic, along with Egremont Russet, Laxtons, Sturmers and Permains. You collect the windfalls, sweetheart, and I'll get the fruit from the higher branches, said Mum, setting down her own basket. We need to work quickly. Hester nodded and dived on the windfalls as her mother deftly twisted and removed the apples from the trees. They weren't exactly forbidden fruit, but that didn't mean the Elliots wouldn't view it that way. Rich people, as far as Hester could see, had more than anybody could possibly need, but weren't willing to share in their bounty even when they couldn't possibly miss it. The smells rising from the sun-warmed skins made her mouth water, sending an appreciative rumble into her belly. But she resisted the temptation to take a bite, concentrating on filling the basket as fast as possible. Gran, who worked as Aphelon's cook, said the walls of the walled garden had been built around an apple orchard once famed throughout Cornwall. A member of the family had been a passionate collector of different varieties in the old Queen's time, and no one had ever had the heart to grub them up when the Elliots had turned the modest Tudor manor into a grandiose mock Gothic pile, complete with gargoyles and turrets, and the best walled garden this side of St Austell. Gran was always wrestling with ice cream and peaches to recreate Monsieur Escoffier's peach Melba, as fine as if it had come straight from the Savoy Hotel in London. Not to mention the presenting of pineapples as a centrepiece to rub the noses of the Elliot's neighbours firmly in their lack of such finely regulated pineapple pits. Mum's face grew wistful at Gran's stories of the grand dinners the Elliot's held at Aphelon. It always made Hester feel a little uneasy, as if in her secret heart Mum wished that she didn't have to struggle with Scrag End on their temperamental range, between cleaning at Mrs Levin's guesthouse to supplement Dad's fares on the ferry. She had a feeling Mum might prefer to spend her days among gleaming copper pans, cooking up every delight a wealthy family could wish for. Hester sighed and concentrated on searching out the best of the windfalls. She loved rare days like this, when she could escape the schoolroom, 
and it was just her and mum, without the need to keep an eye on Robbie, who at eight was growing adventurous, and five-year-old Alice, who was still forever falling over and scraping her knees, to howl loudly until comforted. These days, Mum was too busy or too tired and ill to sit and tell her stories of the days when she had worked as the only female head cook in one of the largest hotels in St Ives. Or even better, teach her some of the simpler recipes, the ones that didn't need exotic ingredients like steak and caviar. It was only in apple season when Mum needed all the help she could get that Hester had her all to herself for a few precious hours. Mum's basket was nearly full. She jumped up to catch a particularly heavy branch, pulling it down towards her, stripping it of its fruit. As she released the branch, it shot back up, setting the remainder of the trees shaking as if caught by an invisible wind. Russets scattered around among the luscious red of gillyflowers. Mum froze, waiting for the outraged shout from behind the wall, followed by the head gardener or one of his minions appearing, stick in hand, to avenge such outrage to Aphelon's hallowed grounds.